0: What's up, Whittier?
1: Welcome to What's Up, Whittier, a homegrown podcast.
0: A podcast to showcase Whittier's businesses, personalities, and hidden treasures. What's
1: up, Whittier? Remo. Yes, Jesse. Man, this is going to be a good one. I'm already uh, feeling the excitement from the the what we're drinking <laughs> <laughs> um no man it's gonna be a good one man i mean we got we got beers uh it's late in the day so i, I think it calls for a time for a good time to drink right amen to that, yep. um i think the only difference is we got a couple beers so it's not just one yeah or i guess if you add them together it's maybe one yeah one beer yeah mm-hmm. one beer there we go well, said it's one beer uh so we're on location today um we're
0: you want to tell us where we're at? Well, I'm, hopefully, I don't butcher the name. Bodegas, right? Bodegas Brewery. La Bodega la, Brewery. La, bo- yeah. la Bodega. I'm Egyptian, so. The, oh. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> By the time you finish those, those yeah. slides, so you're, <laughs> you're, <laughs> so you will Yeah, I'm an yeah. yeah. Um
0: Yeah, so we're here on site. This is obviously a new uh, brewery in Uptown Whittier. Beautiful, beautiful location. I mean, we came in, and it's absolutely stunning um, the level of detail. So we're excited to be here Thank today. You. And um, maybe if you guys want to go around and introduce yourselves and let us know who you you are. Sure.
3: I'm uh, Eric Tapia with La Bodega Brewing Company.
2: Raul Tapia Jr., also with La Bodega Brewing Company.
4: Abraham Mercado, La Bodega Brewing Company.
3: There you go.
1: Welcome, guys. Um, And obviously, we we noticed uh, two last names the same, so obviously, you guys are brothers. Yep. And like you mentioned earlier, we got another brother from another mother, right? (laughs) Oh, yeah. Um, So before we get into what La Bodega is, um, I mean... Talk about
2: uh, you, where you guys started and uh, and why here in Whittier. Sure. Oh, well, uh, it all started over, you know, some beers. Me and my brother, we were out of my house uh, watching football. I you know, since we were young, we've always constantly, you know, school work. School, there was never summertime off. It was always work. And we really didn't have any hobbies other than, you know, watching football and, you know, drinking some beer. And, you know, we're like, oh, we got to get into something. Like, we can't just be... Working and not doing, have a hobby. Everyone else has a hobby. What's going to be our hobby? Yeah. and we're like, oh well. Eric's like, well, how about let's brew some beer? I'm like, brew. I have no. Idea. <laughs> you know, I love to drink beer, but I have no clue on how to make beer. I don't even Sounds know. Sounds like a lot of work. Where to start? <laughs> yeah, right. Um, and then he's like, oh well, you know, my buddy Abraham, who was his roommate at the time, or maybe like three, four years ago, when we had that conversation. He's been brewing for like six, seven years at, by, at that point. Where and he's like, oh well, let's just call him. So and you call him right away. And he's like, yeah. What do you guys want to do? Oh well, just send a beer. He's like, what style of beer? You know, like, whatever is easiest. You know, <laughs> <Yeah. Get> the <laughs> easy beer. <laughs> easy beer. And he's like, oh no. Well, you know, there's different ones. And he gave us a website to check. You know, what to buy and what ingredients. Well, like, oh, let's do a pale ale. And we're like, all right. Well, you know, we set up the date and we got our stuff from Amazon and he came on over and then we just started you know, cooking the stuff on our stove and then he's like telling us about the process and I'm like, Man, what do we get ourselves into? This is not a hobby, this is a chore. But as you start, you know, going through the process you're like, Oh, this is pretty interesting, you know, you know, when you make beer you think, Oh, we make it and now you enjoy it, right? Like right no, it's it's a process, like you make it and you put it to bed, you know. You let and then it ferment. You buy it
0: at the store, <laughs> and, <laughs> and then you're like, "It's oh, you, fermenting."
2: You pass by every day and you, know, oh, look, it's bubbling, you know oh, it's fermenting. And then I'd tell Abe, "Hey, dude, there's bubbles." Like, oh, good, good. That means it's fermenting. And then, like, oh, the bubble stopped. What happened? Oh, don't worry, that's part of the process, you know. So I'm all freaking out. I have no idea what we're doing, you know. But then uh, it came time to carbonate it and, and uh, put it in the keg, and we had it. And We're like, wow, man, this is some good stuff, you know. We're not just, you know, blowing smoke up each other's you know why but yeah. you know i was like man this is pretty good beer
0: and that's the first that's the first beer you guys did you know, was good
2: with, with uh abe oh, okay. yeah, yeah with, <laughs> it, yeah. Yeah, we with abe it. yeah so we're <laughs> like damn man well, that's pretty easy you know after a while and then so we started brewing different ones and then it became like uh every bi-weekly thing we're brewing stuff you know um and how much beer was it that you guys were uh, it was you know five six still, so what is that five five gallons five gallons, five gallons, yeah. Five yeah. gallons you know and um Enough
0: for a Sunday night or Sunday football, right? Yeah,
2: you know, yeah, yeah. depending whose friends are over, you know, if Abe and his or, or buddy one lonely night. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. So, you know, we, uh, we started brewing more, um, and then it came our niece's birthday. I think it was her fifth year birthday party. Um, and we decided to do uh, another beer, we did a uh, Marzin. And, man, when we made it, it was like, wow, this is some good beer, and it was a 7% beer, and we're like, oh, well, let's, you know, let's, we'll serve it at the party. So we started serving it to everyone, and then we got great. Everyone was like, would not leave the keg. Everyone was just like drinking and, you know, <laughs> putting their glass, and we killed the uh, the sixth, so that's what, like 42 beers or mm-hmm. – so, and it was maybe like eight guys drinking, and they were just hammered. You know, and yeah, seven, you know. per- seven percent, seven <laughs> percent. Yeah, and they were like, minutes. "Man, this is good, man. You guys should can it." And we're like, "Ah, oh, you know, it's not a bad." So you know, I was like, "Okay, well." And then we brewed again, and then we made a, a Toma the IPA, which I think you guys yeah. report some of that. Mm-hmm. And we and I, we had it, and we're like, man, "Man, this is some good stuff." Like you don't think it's you know an eight percenter was you're sipping, and you're like, "Wow, this is some." I think we're onto something, guys. And you know, Eric's like, "Yeah, man, we should do it." You know us coming from a food service background, we have a distribution chat on, you know, we're like, well, you know, we cannot, we can only, we can serve it at a tap room, but we can also distribute the cakes. Nice. Right? And originally our plan was, All right. Well, let's start a business. We set up a business plan. We got Abe on board. You know, we had to convince him. You know, hey, we need the rest. Had to twist his arm. Yeah, yeah. He was was all gun ho. You know, once we started talking about it, Uh, but our original plan was, hey, you know, let's let's do something in downtown LA. You know, at that time, downtown LA was growing, and you know, it was the hip area to be at. So we started looking at places over there, and we're just it was very difficult you know we'd look at place oh this is a nice place and then the the landlord would be like no you know we don't want a brewery here Mm -hmm. all right strike one and it was like strike after strike after strike and then we went out to uh, Covina beautiful property and we're like well you know we're that's not where we want to be in the back of our heads like why not Whittier you know but there was nothing at that time in Whittier so then Covina fell out and then you know Eric calls us, and he's like, hey, he sends us an email, like, dude, we got to check this place out. And it's so in waiter. I'm waiting, and like, what? In waiter Where? And I'm like, oh, for Comstock. I'm like, oh, okay, well, that's not too bad, you know. I'd rather be on Greenleaf, but, you know, Comstock is close enough to Uptown. Um, it's technically Uptown, right? Yeah, Correct, yeah. So, you know, we looked at it, and we're like, oh, man, this." we fell in love with the place because it was just a empty box. It was a canvas for us to build whatever we wanted to build, so... You know that's how we got to Whittier, and plus we're from Whittier, so nice. make things easier.
1: Yeah. yeah, I was gonna say. Uh, it, I mean, <clears throat> yeah, breweries usually see like in a in a kind of more concentrated area, right. like downtown LA. If you're going to Anaheim, obviously you got that whole area mm-hmm. there. And Whittier is kind of like the little island, right? Where yeah. you don't find that many breweries. Uh, right. So, but I'm glad you guys chose Whittier because it's the best place to be. Obviously, yeah. I'm being
2: biased because I yes. live here. But uh, <laughs> are you guys originally
0: from Whittier or have roots here?
2: How did kind of,
0: uh, you end up back to Whittier?
2: So we grew up in Downey, um, and then I went to college. Um, and then my parents, our parents bought a house here. So Eric grew up, I grew up here in yeah, Whittier in 97. Yeah, in 97. Yeah. Um, and then when I graduated college in 2000, moved back to Whittier, and I've been here ever since. So That's 21 years in Whittier. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. And now you guys live here. You
2: guys uh, obviously raised families
1: here. Mm-hmm. Yep. You guys are yeah. very cool, very cool. Like I said, man, you guys picked a good city. Yeah, <laughs> yeah no, no, yeah, we love Whittier. I mean, yeah.
2: it's it's a short drive for us. So if anything yeah. happens, if someone doesn't show up, we're here. You know, yeah. short drive away. Awesome. And, and awesome.
4: It's hindsight's twenty twenty, right? Because um, we, you know, I grew up in in East LA, but then I bought my home here in Whittier, so I'm raising my my daughter here. Nice. You know, we, we put down our roots here in Whittier. Yeah, I, I agree with you. Great place to be. But no, what i to say is, uh, as far as like all the places that were just getting, like, we just kept getting rejected. It was a blessing in disguise because yeah. when we started really ramping up and, and brewing and building this thing, we we live here, like, we are here all yeah. the time. Yeah, so know. just to think, like doing that drive to Covina or downtown LA, you know, on a Friday or Saturday, is just it, it was a blessing in disguise. Yeah. So. Now you'll
1: get burned out. Um, in terms of the um, uh, the the name, I mean, where does the name
3: come from? Uh, you wanna mm. you know? No, well, La Bodega. We were essentially raised in a warehouse. Okay. Um, our parents' company, our, mm-hmm. my, our father and uh, our two uncles started a company called Tapia Brothers. Uh, my brother and I, and also Abraham, we had a stint working with us up in Fresno where we went to college. Um, we pretty much grew up in a warehouse. And in the Mexican culture, a bodega is a warehouse. Yeah. Um, and Tapia Brothers was our warehouse that's where we were raised that's where we would take naps before we went to work at (laughs) four in the morning Um, people don't know that about us and we we legitimately would wake up with my our father because we didn't really have a babysitter nobody else to take care of us both of our parents were being first generation from Mexico and and, uh, residing now in California the the efforts that they they made to put us ahead in life was was huge and you look back at it now and we, were, we would sleep in the, the offices. Yeah. We would wake up and help them out in loading trucks, cleaning produce, repacking produce. So why La Bodega? That's why. We were raised in a warehouse. We were raised nice. in, a, in a bodega.
0: Did, right. did that name just come natural to, to you guys? You said this is the name, or was it you throw some names in the hat and had yeah. people vote? Yeah, go we had different Yeah, yeah, yeah. Different. yeah The Thompson's TAP, tap brothers. They yeah. I mean, called
3: us TAP growing up. Okay. So then we're like, oh, Tap Brothers. And then was different names that we tossed around. And that was yeah. too easy, right? Like,
1: yeah. it's just like, mm-hmm. what didn't make the cut? Like, is there one that you said, man, I, I'm glad we didn't choose that one? Yeah.
4: I don't know. There was a ton of yeah, names that we had. And you know, when we actually settled on the name, it, it 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 all clicked because we were brewing, of course. We are having, you know, one few beers, <laughs> quite a few. And we just started talking about, you know, our, our we were raised and this and that and, and we had that common denominator of my dad used to, have to wake me up to go help him in and I was like well I mean this is something that links us like let's, let's go with and we wanted the, the LA in front of it so that's where it was born literally in his garage in wow. JR's garage
2: yeah, that's one of the pictures right there where yeah. we brewed our IPA so it's the first yeah. picture huh
1: yeah, yeah. yeah. nice Great ideas, great business. always always starting a garage. Yeah. So. <laughs> over a beer. Over a yeah, yeah. beer. Always yeah, yeah. <laughs> over a beer.
0: <laughs> so, so tell us about the, the space that we're in. I know you guys said you've started brewing. Have you guys actually uh, brewed here for a while before it actually opened? And what uh, does that process look yeah, like? If you want to yeah, brewmaster so, speak, right? <laughs>
4: <laughs> so I, as these guys mentioned, um, I've been brewing for over ten, well over 10 years. Um, and when this became... More and more apparent and, and real. Um, I went to school, so I actually, you know, I had to learn, cause there's a difference between five, brewing five gallons and brewing 500 gallons, right? <laughs> and this is specifically the system that we have here. Um, and so I worked at a brewery for a year. Um, had to just learn to trade as much as I could I was a you know sponge trying to soak everything up um, and so when we were building this I had uh, the opportunity and quite frankly the luxury to be able to pick what I want um, and build it the way you know we want it with our vision as far as not only where we're at today but for the future and so um, you know I think the just the, the schooling and being in the, in a brewery really helped prepare me to be to take on this system that we have here
0: and and how did you guys decide on the system and, and maybe explain what you have back there and how big it is because it's pretty it's huge back there. Yeah, no, absolutely.
4: Um, so we we're you know we're tight with with space, right? <laughs> we did a tour. It took us like thirty seconds. Right? Like, it's just not, you're not you're not going to be here very long um, if you're touring the place. But a lot of the from a logistical perspective, it was a challenge because you've seen the equipment. It's huge. It's very very large. Um, you know, and our ceilings aren't that high, and so we were limited as far as you know trying to maximize the space with the tanks that we were able to to uh, get. So we had to spec our system to the building um, and kind of work backwards and, and make sure that we're able to squeeze in as many um, tanks and 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 have the appropriate equipment that we need in order to brew good beer. Um, so it was a combination of the space as well as you know, looking for what we want to accomplish in the future, and then the the actual configuration of how we want to get the beer from grain to glass, as they say. Nice, and obviously we had a flight. Um Can you talk about how many beers you guys got going on right now? Sure. So right now we have nine
1: beers. Um, and, and sorry before, are sure. the um, if you just speak about the ones you actually brew, or or serve here.
4: I, right, we brew, I brew of all of them. We, we Oh, not, so you don't sell anything outside no. from, it's all no. from here. It's all, from cool. us, yeah. Nice. It's all, it's all us. Um, so we have nine beers that we offer. Wow. Um, one is a stout, but we serve it two ways with regular CO2 and one with nitro. So technically it's ten beers that you can, you know, pop in today. Please come. <laughs> and, Don't and, drink uh, and, them all at once. Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> and and um, be able to order, you know, the same beer but have it two different um, um, ways, two different gases. Wow. So we have the stout. We have um, the uh, Buena Suerte, which is a lager. We have the Mala Suerte, which is a black lager. Uh, we have the Mexican lager. We have um, the Hazy IPA. Um, we have the Double IPA, uh, the Pale Ale. We have a... a an IPA. Um, what else am I missing, guys?
0: The double IPA? Is that the yeah, yeah. same oh, Blonde. Blonde,
4: yeah. Blonde, yeah. yeah, yeah we're we're going to have, have a taste. seltzer, hopefully. Yeah, so there's a seltzer fermenting right now, uh, and there's also a pilsner fermenting right now. She has got a good range. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you have somebody who comes in and they have
1: different you know, tastes or different kind of liking of beer, uh, I mean, they got uh, options,
4: right? Um, Absolutely, and and I think the the variety of the beers that we selected, um, and the more I say this all the time, but the more you get to know us, the more you'll know who had their fingerprints on what beer, <laughs> right? So I mean, I would be I'll be straight up and honest with you guys. I'm not a big IPA guy. I know it's crazy that some people are like, but you're a brewer. I like, yeah, I know. I just don't. That's not my thing, you know. Yeah. Um, but one of us loves the IPAs, so you know, we brewed it. Um, I, I really like lagers, um, and, you know, Eric really likes stouts. And so it's really a, a combination of the three of us as to what we want to bring to the table and really cover, you know, uh, everyone and every kind of, uh, you know, person that, that likes different tastes and beers. And, and Variety, how, right. and
1: I know we talked about earlier. Uh, can you speak about what your favorite beer right now is?
4: It's like asking me who my favorite kid is. There you go. All of them. no <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, here, if
1: somebody's coming in for the first time, what would you recommend?
4: So I would actually ask them a question, which is, "What do they like? What beer okay. do they like?" So if they say, you know, Bud Light, I'll tell them get the hell out. <laughs> no, I'm, <just> <laughs> I'm joking. There's a bar the <laughs> uh, No, i No, I'm joking. But if they like the lighter beers, uh, then I would you know, maneuver them towards the Buena Suerte, which is our light lager, or not light lager, it's just a lager, and, and and or the Mexican lager. Um if it's you know the the Guinness and obviously the stout, if you yeah. know if they like their the, the hop heads, right, then I'll push them towards the IPAs, the IPAs. Um one beer that's really popular is our Hazy IPA. A which is what people, we're having, right? Correct. Yeah. yeah. Um, a lot of folks that have come in that aren't beer, big beer drinkers, they tend to gravitate towards that beer because it's sweet. It's, uh, very fruity. And, and yeah. it, you know, I've, I've had uh, folks coming up to me and ask me, what fruit do you put in here? Yeah. <laughs> None. <laughs> you know, Zero. it's funny.
1: I, I'm, I'm uh, hazy right now. Like, that's what I'm kind of used to right now drinking, but. Uh, But, you know, I'm gravitating towards this, which is what you guys were the saying. Suerte, but, but, uh, black and, lager? and I think yeah. it's because of the coffee flavor. Like, it has yeah, like it has a, the, you know, a, a big coffee guy. Yeah. Yeah. But
2: uh, can you guys speak about what your guys' favorite? Like, if somebody walks in and, and they had a, ask for recommendation? Yeah, you, same thing as Abe mentioned. You know, you, you ask them what do they like to drink. But if you ask me, you know, I'm right now on the Mala Suerte. I really like that Schwarzbier beer, dark lager. I mean, that's kind of been my favorite the last month, but like, they, yeah. you know, it's it comes and goes, depends, and then I right? can be all oh, hazy, or I can do the toma, <laughs> or, you know, maybe I'll do the st- it just, it depends, you know, different moves, call call for a different type of beer, I guess, you yeah. know, weather too, like, it's cold mm-hmm. right now, right? I like to have a nice stout that'll, nice. you know, keep me warm, warm and, you up. Yeah, <laughs> or, you know, so... It all depends, but really my go-to has been the Mala Suerte.
3: You're saying the same thing, right? I, the stout, I, I love the Mala Suerte, and that's more of like I'll crush like maybe three or four of them. And, <laughs> but, all uh, at the same time. <laughs> but uh, the stout, honestly, the ingredients it has, uh, the flavor profile that it gives you, the mouthfeel, it being a nitro-infused uh, beer. Um, so that, that stout is infused with chile pasilla coffee uh, so we have chocolate gorge, vanilla, yeah, vanilla, yeah we have cinnamon all, we throw pretty much everything in the kitchen sink and it's, it gives it that taste that that mouthfeel is it's just super rich and the flavor is there and it's it's an easy drinking beer oh, yeah. and it'll, it'll catch you on a good one after <laughs> after a couple <laughs> i could see that and, and that's
1: the problem with these like great flavored uh, yeah. beers right it's like mm-hmm. you drink one and you're on two and all of a sudden you're on three and you're like what the hell am I drinking? Man? Where am I, <laughs> <laughs>
0: Remo? Do you have a favorite so far, or? man? You I went mean, through so, them quick, so, man. Yeah. So I did. Thirsty. He was parched. I, I, I am the Coors Light, guy. Okay. not the Bud Light. But Coors hey, there's Light. a restaurant down there. <laughs> <No. street. laughs> yeah. And uh, because I'm more of a cocktail, like liquor, so I don't yeah. drink as much beer. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I the double IPA definitely not mine. You yeah. know, my <laughs> wife loves IPAs, and yeah. it's like role reversal to the Mac. She will just look at the IP list and say, okay, I'll take the strongest one. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm like, can I get the blonde? Because yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just not a big beer drinker. Right. Um, the, 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 the number three, the Buena Suerte and the Mala Suerte, those are really good. And then the Haze is also really good. Yeah. The um, Let me see. This This is the Nitro. Mm-hmm. Is this a coffee one? Mm-hmm. Well, it's a kind of close yeah. to I mean, it. It so. tastes like I'm... I'm, I'm Maybe it will creep up on you but it tastes like slightly coffee Yeah, you know and I'm a big coffee drinker so I'll pound that with uh with no hesitation. So um I would say the haze or the the buena suerte is probably my favorite. There you go. Yeah. Yeah, same here man. I'm I'm the sticking choices. to those two. Yeah. They're really good beers.
1: Um in terms of uh the restaurant itself or do you guys call it restaurant bar or what what's a, what's the right name? What's the right term? An experience. There you go. <laughs> nice.
3: Yeah, well, we have a. It's a butcher shop in the front. When you walk in, you see all the different cuts. Um, we have a selection from anything from prime up to wagyu. Uh, we do nothing but the the top uh, graded uh, proteins, and 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 we try to focus our our attention into our protein line. Not only the beef, but also the chicken. Um, we we discussed this prior. Uh, for the vegetarians out there, we also do a really good roasted cauliflower. Believe it or not, it's top-notch. If, if you're a vegetarian, come check it out. I'm sure you'll enjoy it. But uh, we are a Mexican comfort restaurant. Um, it's food that sticks to your poems, especially on a cold uh, Thursday night like today. Hopefully somebody <laughs> joins us. But it, it's definitely uh, food that, that it's not necessarily uh, the, the lightest in calories, but it's... it's gourmet we do it's a scratch kitchen we brought in some of the top shelves uh chefs in in the industry uh chef rolando who's worked with uh playa mesa and tacos maria and also chef rouen who who impressed us on his his uh his plating the way he designs the plates is just a truly experience and i and i know i mentioned it's an experience but you have to have the beer pair with the food and you'll see what we're talking about uh watermelon aguachile there's stuff that that kind of kind of people uh, consider like oh well it's supposed to be green or super spicy not ours it's just our own little flair and it's something that you have to see and taste uh, to find out what it is
0: Now, when you say butcher shop is it so you can actually buy just meat from the from yeah. the front
4: correct yeah oh, absolutely yeah. but we cannot talk about the drunken wagyu right uh, oh, come yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so
2: we serve the i mean we you can come and dine with us and we'll serve you a dark drunken wagyu uh ribeye or new york uh, but you can also you have the ability of buying it from the butcher shop so if you don't have time or you want to cook something on your own with your family a barbecue like we said a carne asada you can come in grab your beer order your steaks and if you want or you don't want to make any sides we can prepare the sides for you and you can take it home and and cook on your own so we want to we offer different experiences for for everyone
1: what I like about the place, as we walked in, and, and me and Rima were talking about this, as, as I little him in through the front door, is uh, he walks and he's like, "Is this it? the place? Yeah, like, do we have room to sit down somewhere?" But uh, speak about that because I know it's a, like you said, it's an experience. Mm-hmm. But I, I mean, when somebody walks yeah. through the front door, what are they expecting?
3: Yeah, we, that's what we wanted to do. We wanted to bring in someone who had no knowledge that there was even a restaurant component to it. Uh, you could see, before we mounted the kegs in the front, you were able to see the brewery side. Uh, but we just wanted people to, like, not know what was behind the door. And we wanted to create that experience. Somebody that opens that refrigerator door, like, oh, wow, this belonged behind here that had no clue. Um, when you walk in, it's a mercantile area. It's, you're able to buy merchandise. You're able to buy Mexican sodas, uh, imported bottled drinks, and a great lineup of proteins. Um, but it's more to that. It's more than, than what people uh, were expecting. You, know, you show up, you ask for the butcher. That's the key word to get into that uh, refrigerator door. Nice. So once you ask for the butcher, our butcher shows up, kind of explains why we did this, what, what our background is, and tells them the process, and then walks them in through that refrigerator door to gain that experience. And again, our, our motive and the reason we did it is just to, to make it an experience, not just a run-of-the-mill restaurant. Um, it's not gimmicky. We wanted to make this a true experience for our, for our guests.
0: How about if they don't know the password? It's posted everywhere. Oh. We'll, we'll <laughs> fill them in. Don't worry. A okay. hey, want beer. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Rimo, next time you come through, ask for a coffee, a cup of coffee. Yeah. Where's the tourist yeah. line?
0: I'll take your You'll be yeah. grin- okay.
2: greeted by the bouncer. Yeah. 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 Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah, bum. No. Um, well, tell us about the space as well because it's very unique and, you know, in my opinion, beautiful. It's absolutely beautiful. You want to explain? Of know, course, yeah. My my wife
3: Jessica is one who uh, helped us design the, the the look and feel of the concept. Um, it, it, we we paid close attention to every detail. Uh, this is our roundtable room. So the, this this space is for meetings, for, for uh, people coming in to, to have that experience, surrounded by pictures of what we feel are, is extremely close to our hearts. You see pictures of our kids. You see pictures of our, our parents, uh, musicians that we love, uh, sport athletes that we've, we've always followed and enjoyed seeing. Um, this is, is We just wanted to open up our hearts and our, our family to, to the experience, to enhance it, to, to feel at home. Um, it might have that feel or that look, but once you sit down, you feel at home. And I hope you guys feel yeah. that. It's not extremely large; it's it's a nice, cozy feel. Especially walking out from a, a cold, rainy day like today, you yeah. walk in and it just feels like you're at home. And that's what we wanted for our
0: guests. And it, you know, and it, obviously you're in Woodier, but it doesn't feel like Woodier. Yeah. It feels I, like you're I, an upscale. L.A., you know yeah, Santa Monica yeah. mm-hmm. place,
3: so it's yeah, beautiful. We've had comments, oh, this should this is like a place in Hollywood or yeah. or a place on the, in the West Side. We wanted to bring that experience to, to uptown. I mean, it's again, people might have or shy away from like, oh, it's too nice. No, it's not. I mean, you you have people that come in with shorts and sandals, and like, you're you're more than welcome. I mean, we we want to create an experience for everyone, and honestly, the pricing once you see the menu for what you get, I mean, we're we're fairly priced. And that's what we wanted to do and bring to the table. We're, we're, we have Wagyu that, that you go to the West Side. You're you're running four times the price of what we're offering. Yeah, you're
1: walking you're walking out without a pants. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. So, in terms of the uh, the overall feel of what you guys are going for or have going on here, um, I, I've heard or I've I've heard people refer to as a speakeasy. I mean, is that kind of what you guys are going for? Is that the uh, the concept? Yeah,
2: or? I mean, the speakeasy in terms of, you know, people get confused and say, oh, speakeasy is supposed to be very low and mellow. Well, really, in actuality, during prohibition, they had the speakeasy because people wanted to hide from the feds and the cops so you would you you would speak easy into like the side of a window or the side of a crowd. Hey, I'm here. You know, let me in. And then I, you, I know the code. Yeah, <laughs> basically. So there's a misconception when it comes to speakeasy. Speakeasy is supposed to be more like uh, it's kind of a, a facade or it's 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 a hidden hidden place to enjoy a beer or relax or you know be yourself. So. That's where the speakeasy term comes from. And, yeah, that's kind of the facade that we have. You come in here and you think, oh, what the hell? This is a butcher shop. Yeah. Like, where, where's the beer? Where's <laughs> yeah. everything? Well, you're going where's the you go in through that. Where's the I can speakeasy? Uh, yeah, yeah, you ask the, the butcher, you know, in a speakeasy manner and then he'll let you in, you know. So that's kind of what, what we, when we refer to speakeasy, you yeah. know.
1: That's awesome. It, obviously, we went through the menu of the of the beers, but uh, we'll go run down through the menu of the food. Uh, is there anything on the menu that you guys say, man? This is. I mean, if you stop by, it's a must. You have to order this.
2: Yeah, I mean, go there's. Sure.
4: Uh, yeah, that's like, a really <laughs> hard question. Obviously,
1: you throw it to to the beer master here. It's like, <laughs> no, that's he's gonna a be really like, hard order question. beer. Huh? He said, order beer. Yeah, <laughs> exactly, <laughs> Food? What do we eat? <laughs> <laughs> um, Liquid meal. Let's go.
4: You know, I, I got to say the, the two plates that jump out at me and, and my family as well, my wife absolutely loves it, is the Chile um, Colorado and the Chile Verde. The, those oh, two man. plates, they, they're they just so packed with flavor. And then when you pair it with um, the beers that we have here, it's, it's, as Eric was saying earlier, it's an experience. Now, if, if you're a carnivore like I am, I mean, you, you have to get the... Um, the steaks, right? Like we have a um, tomahawk that's just, it, it's it mounting your mouth. It's so yeah. delicious. Yeah. Um, I, those are my personal favorites. Yeah.
2: Um, Do you have a favorite? Yeah, I mean the chile colorado is, you know, has to be up there. The chicken tinga is also up there. But my personal favorite would be the dragon wagyu New York or ribeye. Mm -hmm. I mean, those cuts are are cuts that, you know, you can really only get in high-end hotels or in Japan, really, because we get nothing but the highest score, the BMS-12, which is the highest. So that's what you're going to have here. And to say you're going to have that in Whittier, people are like, what? You have that there? Like, "Yeah, yeah, we do. We're... You know, one out of ten locations in California that carry a drunken Wagyu. So it's wow. it's a rare type of beef that not every, not even on the west side you're going to find that. You know, wow. there's different types of Japanese Wagyu, but this drunken Wagyu, you, you, I mean, you can search for it and you're not going to find it here locally. Except here. Except mm-hmm. here in Whittier. Nice. Yeah.
3: Do you have your favorite? Oh man! <laughs> so we're we're a botanero, so it's all like little small portion plates. But it, we wanted people to have shareables. So botanero, similar like the Spanish culture have they have tapas, In the Mexican culture you have it becomes a botanero. So what uh, Abraham mentioned and and my brother, as far as the Chile Colorado, you have your guisados, you just get your nice warm organic blue corn tortilla that we make here with a, a nice bean spread, frijoles refritos, which is nice. packed with lard. With, uh, with lard. not going to lie. It's, it's <laughs> the, the magic behind the lard. Yeah. The the lard makes a difference. Yeah. yeah, lard makes a difference, that's for sure. And and that, and paired with that meat, with the chile colorado or the, the chile verde, uh, you can't beat that, man. It's, it's just, it brings you back to home, to, to grandma's cooking.
4: Yeah, and uh, sorry, just one last thing that I wanted to jump in and say. I know I mentioned the carnivore in the state, but the caesar... The grilled Caesar, the salad, amazing as well. I, I ordered no that salads. All the time. <laughs> no salad. <laughs> no salad.
0: No, no. It's like I, having a Coors Life. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Good Do it. Yeah. You know, and
2: then, you know, we really take pride in the ingredients that we use just on the brew side as oh, well. But the meat, I mean, that Chile Colorado is a graded prime short rib. So it's not a select, It's it's not a no roll, it's not a choice. It's a prime cut of beef. So. You're not going to find that ingredient in, in that type of style of food, and really anywhere. You know, it, you'd, I'd be hard pressed to find it.
1: And, and you know, when you mentioned the Chile Colorado, even the, the the green one, I grew up on the on the Chile Colorado, and, and uh, it's one of those things where every time I order it, it's a hit and miss. Yeah, um, mm-hmm. which is kind of weird because I don't think you could go wrong with right. right. It's such a simple uh, uh, plate. But anyway, it, it, it you're, like you were saying, it brings you back to, like, at least for me, to memories of growing up. Mm-hmm. And then once you start parenting with everything else, and I'm glad you said Lard because, I mean, back then, that's, that's all I, the, I think we were. The we're, Lard, Lard. Yeah. Yeah. Not, <laughs> not, yeah. Not the not red, yeah. red Box. The red Box,
0: yeah.
1: we were, Kids nowadays, I mean, I don't think they would ever experience what we went through, man. And it's one of those things where, like, it's, yeah, you're leading them in the right direction. And, yeah, they're going to have a better life. But, oh, man, those. <laughs> you're those, missing out. You're missing <laughs> out, man. You're missing out. Um, so I'm glad you guys mentioned that because uh, it's definitely one of those dishes that if, if it hits the right spot, it's just yeah. one of those things where it just brings you back to, to uh, some good memories. What else you guys got going on in the menu that uh, anything special or seasonal that you guys are looking at in the future or, or coming up?
3: Yeah, we are uh, hoping to to figure out our, uh, our plan for New Year's Eve but uh, look, f- look for something special coming by then. Um, we definitely want to do a nice event, especially for our sign members, uh, show them a good time and, and us being so new to the community, we just wanted to uh, finish off the 2022 with, uh, with, with, fireworks, uh, nice. with great, great pairings and, and great beer. I mean, you can't go wrong. Um, but in regards to the, the menu, there definitely will be some changes, some additions, uh, us being so new, we're just still trying to figure out our kitchen, our staff, and that's been the most important part of uh of opening since uh been only open for about two three weeks and we've, weeks. we've had a great great following from our, from our community the community has came out and, and showed us love which we enjoy um uh, we wish we had a bigger location which uh, i'll let the cat out of the bag but we uh we are planning on doing an, an outdoor concept called Jardín right next door um, we've been talks with the city. So far, so good. The city is uh, allowing us to do so. Um, so that that is in the works, um, and that'll be a bigger venue. Uh, so we have larger groups uh, being being able to take on those those tables. Whereas here, you guys see how tight it is. Uh, we get a party of eight, and you're pretty much walking sideways inside. <laughs> it's, it's it's pretty small. And again, you get that uh, that homey, small feel. I was gonna say you you're gonna feel like
1: family, right? It's huh. everybody's on top uh, of everybody. Yeah. And, yeah, yeah. yeah. The yeah, way it yeah. should be. Um, in terms of the, um, you mentioned the Stein locker. Mm-hmm. Can you talk about that? Because I mean, when we walk in, yeah. we walk in. It's it's pretty it's prominent. Yeah. yeah. Sure. Sure. If you.
2: Yeah. So the Stein locker program. Um, what we do it, or what we did is. And we, by the way, they're lockers. I mean, they they're are physical lockers, lockers. Yeah. I, so yeah. you know, we have our members can buy their Stein here. We sell Steins up front, or they can bring Steins from. Their travels out from Germany, or they can order it online. Whatever they want to bring, you know, a glass uh, mug with their favorite football team. Let's say they're more than welcome to keep it in their Stein locker. As long so, as it's the Rams, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> no Seahawks, no, no. But um, so part of the the Steimer, so you obviously you get your Stein locker. But with 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 that membership comes uh, eight beers a month, uh, one appetizer a month. Um, and then you have access to all the season – first access to all our seasonal beers and merchandise that we put out every, you know, couple of months. Um, and it was well-received. I mean, we sold out in three days. Wow. You know? So there was a lot of people that were like, hey, you know, uh, put me on the, the list in case anyone wants to cancel. So, you know, fortunately for us, I mean, it, it went pretty well. People were like, hey, well, you hit that wall right there. Why don't you have yeah. more <laughs> lockers there? You, know, you know, but – On the lower
0: end or not, Yeah, yeah, you know, we
2: – we just want to make something special and exclusive yeah. to our members that really got from the ground uh, from the ground zero and, and really support us from day one. Um, so you know, and, and you think about what we're offering, it really pays for itself. It's yeah. much a better deal than if you come and you spend that money, or order that food. I mean, you. We're really losing on this thing, but no, yeah. no. We uh, obviously it's worth every penny for us um, to have our members here. And how many
0: lockers do you guys have, or how many like? 85, 85. 85 lockers. Yeah, that's a lot, man. Yeah,
2: no, we we thought, no, you know, in a couple of months if we could sell yeah. them out, it would be yeah. that'd be good. But no, everyone responded very well. Obviously, family and friends, they were like, oh, yeah. dude, like sign me up. Um, but even you know the community, like. People I've, we never met. They came in the first time and fell in love with the place and say, "Hey, I want to be. I want to be a member. I want to be here. You know, at least once a week with my family or my buddies or my girlfriends and,
0: and hang out." I, I have my reader glass. Can I bring it in? <laughs> <then> Ooh, just,
2: <laughs> that's Rick- going to call the bouncer again. Fill <laughs> <laughs> it with you know, Coors
1: Light. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, Remo, can can we get a spot? Can we get a sponsor to uh, get a locker here? You can yeah, we get... There's no more, Jesse. Oh, <laughs> they just said that there's a little niche somewhere in the, just for you, man. It's going to be somewhere there. That's awesome, guys. I'm glad you guys are, are kind of putting a some little something to uh, exclusive exclusive members to be able to come in and enjoy. Because, yeah. like you said, there's I mean, there's enough tables, but uh, obviously, when you're selling good beer and good food, it it can get packed fairly yeah, quickly, exactly. right? Um, yeah. In terms of this room we're in right now, is this also part of the dining area or is it more exclusive, uh, reservation only? Correct,
3: correct. No, it's a, again, it's a dining experience. We, this is also a table that's available to anyone. We try to make this room on the weekends at a minimum buyout. We just want to make sure that everybody's comfortable. We've had groups that were like, 12 people That it was just cramped we, yeah. we want to give it a better experience so we're trying to limit the, the group size in this in this space but uh this room in particular is more for family meals and and places uh, a better place to, to break bread and have a conversation um on that side of the wall it's more of a like my brother mentioned the speakeasy isn't really that speakeasy yeah. once you're in the doors it's, uh, it becomes not necessarily a party, but it, it, yeah. it, it's lively. I mean, the yeah. music is is on point. The beer is hitting really well, and the food component just takes you on another level.
1: It's like the living room at home, right? Yeah. When the yeah, family's exactly. over, yeah.
0: you're just enjoying good food, good beer. Yes, yeah. What are your guys' typical hours? Uh, right now, we're
2: so uh, we are open Sunday, Tuesday, and Wednesday, five to ten. I mean, through Thursday, five to ten, and then uh, on the on Friday, Saturday till midnight, five to midnight. So, as I'd like uh, just to touch on what my brother said, we're trying to you know develop our staff, get more staff, and open longer hours. Uh, we're also trying to develop a brunch menu. Obviously, on the weekends, you know, I don't know if Whittier just seems to be a big breakfast place because you go to everywhere. I mean, Jack's, Greenleaf, everyone's packed onto. I mean, it's. It's always a wait, so, you know, if we can add another option to the community, I think that would go go well. And I was
1: going to say, I think you would get a lot of people uh, coming in for breakfast because, uh, you know, who else serves beer that early? Right. <laughs> <laughs> That's, that's
3: right. You like, can't come to a brewery
1: and not drink. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. It's like, let's get in. Let's go 9 a.m.? No problem. <laughs> yeah. so start, with more. <laughs> start, start with the light beer and then we're yeah, yeah, yeah. work, work good your way up. Yeah. That's right. That's right. In terms of, uh, obviously, we talked about the food. We talked about the beer. What else you guys got going on as part of the overall kind of uh, uh, La Bodega? Except,
4: well, from the, on the brewery side, I'm just trying to crank as many more uh, beers as I can. We have 15 taps, of which right now, as I mentioned earlier, we have 10 that are full. Um, so I want to be able to offer 15 different varieties of beers. Um, although I think that our beer option will serve every palate out there, um, we still want to create more of that variety. And I think that's the key word here, right? A variety. You can come in, grab a, you know your steak and go home, or you can come join us and be our guest uh, and have a variety mm-hmm. of different beers that you you, you can sample um, so from our pers- from the brewery perspective uh, the we have two in the fermenter I'm still working on uh, three more um, and then hopefully early next year we'll start you know trying to expand mm-hmm. and talk to different you know local restaurants and get our beer Distribute. in there and do the distribution things of that nature so um, you know it's it was a sprint <laughs> to to get where we're at um, but I think that uh, now we're kind of thinking of okay, what's phase two, phase one B going to look like, and working our way towards that.
0: Now, can someone come in here and buy, or I don't know, buy or borrow keg or however? It's, it's,
1: I don't right know, but I don't know if you can ever borrow keg. I, don't well, think I mean, mean know. Is an actual barrel, and then you return it. You can borrow it for yeah. like two hundred bucks. Yeah. 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 That's what I mean.
0: So you, can't, yeah. so you can actually just get a keg of yeah. your favorite beer. For a party or for whatever it is that you're,
2: playing. we 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 yeah, we're, we're not set up right now. But okay. in, you know, in the near future, maybe okay. you know, seven to ten days from now, yeah, yeah we'll, we'll be set up for people to come in, make a deposit, and yeah. take take your keg out. Because because so we got, Rimo's already thinking about, about
0: his old beer pong uh, <laughs> yeah. party. Because we I got a tour, them. and I see a bunch of kegs yeah, everywhere, yeah. and I'm yeah. thinking, you know, you attach something to it, and you push the button, and yeah. beer comes yeah. out. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it is, it's
2: ready to go. Yeah, yeah. yeah. you know, and, and the reason why is because we really want to set up our tap room, like Abe says, we still yeah. have five more taps to fill, Yeah. so we're kind of limited in space and capacity right you now. You want to have the beer first, you wanna, and then... It, well, and then, no, you said it. <laughs> no, so, you know, it's really, we want to get the taps filled, and then we know exactly, okay, well, we got to make more of, you know, right, a yeah. pale ale, more of the suerte, more of the, uh, the, um, the what am I trying to say, the hazy. Um, so it's really, you know, beer is not, it, it takes time. You know, it's not like we brew it today and it's ready to consume tomorrow. So it's, you know, anywhere from 15 to 30 days to 60 days. So we really have to be, uh, we really have to count the days and, and calculate the schedule. Yeah.
0: So I, I know you guys each shared your favorite beers, but as people are coming in and ordering, is there certain beers that you said you guys can't? Brew enough of it. Hazlet, yeah, the Hazlet, yeah, the, yeah, yeah, the hazy, yeah, that's the hazy.
2: That's the one that you know. You know, we look at the reports every day. Look, at it. it keeps going. Yeah, yeah. people keep is ordering it. Fifty
0: percent of the beer you'll know, uh, consume? Twenty percent. What, what, what do you think that number might be?
4: I don't know about a percentage, but I can tell you the top three, and by far, it's the hazy. The Hazlet is number uh-huh. one. Uh-huh. Then number two is the blonde, and then number three is when uh, that's worth the logger. Those are the t- like the one, two, three yeah. beers that are are um, um, consumed the most, and then the close number four is uh, Mala Suerte, which is a black lager.
0: Wow. Do you guys have any beers in here that you each personally like that are not making the cut? That you're worried that they might not make the cut in the future? <laughs> Course, like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
2: yeah, no, I mean, I think they're all well received. Obviously, you know, our our first beer, the Pale Ale, is is the one that's being consumed the least. <laughs> but people that have it, they really love it. You know, so, I mean, every beer has a different profile and every guest that comes in has a different taste profile. So, you know, if there's, like Abe said, there's something for everyone. Right. Yeah. Um, but I think the, I don't think there's anyone that we have like, we got to scratch this one. Yeah. I think they're all well-received. Um, obviously, you're always going to have one that sells more than the other yeah, and some that are lagging behind. And as seasons change and different people would come in, they'll, you know, it can flip, you know, in a couple months.
1: Who came up with the names? Because these are pretty creative names. I mean, I, I like that the way you guys are, are putting them together, especially the whole Buena Suerte, Mala Suerte, because obviously in our culture, it's, yeah. uh, you, you hear that often.
2: <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, I think it's a collaboration, you know, Eric came up with like the Suerte, and then, you know, we couldn't use Suerte, so what do we say?
3: Buena
2: Suerte. Buena Suerte, and then, oh, well, the dark one is the Mala Suerte, and then you know, we just, as we're brewing and, you know, like the Toma, that's a double IPA. Yeah, yeah. That's the one that hits you the hardest. So we're like, oh, that Toma, you know, that's, <laughs> that's a good name. I so don't know Spanish, yeah. but I know that. Yeah. <laughs> so just uh, a, a collaboration of all of our ideas, I would say.
4: And, wow. and here's a secret when it comes to breweries. not really a secret, but um, a lot of the names that they come up with is the day of. Just because <laughs> there's so many beers out there yeah, yeah, it's kind of hard too. to come up with a name yeah. that someone doesn't already have. So, you know, most of the times it's like, all right, brew this beer. What do you want to call it? Uh, this. All right, let's go. <laughs> and they run with it. But, and is that after a couple beers? Yeah, of course. The ones that you're referring to, like the Buenos Aires, the Más the Toma, those we've had in the bag for a long time. Like we knew we wanted those names and, and, and we wanted a. Uh, make sure that them. we uh, yeah. trademark them and 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 had them for the long term and
1: again it, it fits right because you got you get it's like the yin and the yang right it's mm-hmm. so, uh being able to have those and flavor wise i mean they're there they're they're totally different thank um, you one's good and i think for me one's not there but it's yeah. uh I, I love it man i love it uh obviously we went through the the drinks uh is there anything else you guys want to run through before we get into our or what questions Anything special coming up? Anything you guys want to uh, discuss? Like kinda, uh, Eric you know.
2: mentioned, the New Year's Eve uh, event—we're uh, still working on that. That's probably something that's going to be pretty big, um, and also the beer garden—that's in the works. Uh, so that's stay tuned. Uh, follow no, us on Instagram—you mm-hmm. know, you'll, you'll see all our latest updates there. And Eric is uh, our Instagram uh, guy here, so he. <laughs> He's always
0: on there. That's awesome, the man. Stuff. I saw you taking a selfie in the brewery. Was that you? No. Uh, <laughs> I'm just kidding. Yeah. No. That was my twin brother. Yeah. <laughs> He's not here today. He's
3: not. <laughs> and
1: it was at 8 o'clock in the morning. Yeah. Beer, in the, beer at 8 o'clock. Hey, it's 5 somewhere, right? Um, in terms of the uh, um, the... the I know I've been seeing posts, obviously. There's a long line to come in, at least right now, right? Yeah. Um, is there any reservations if people want to get in and call ahead, or is it just kind of show up and, and wait? Or
3: yeah, what we, are you, How
1: are you guys treating that right now?
3: With the, the Stein membership, that was something that we we, uh, we were pretty adamant about keeping and making sure that our Stein members felt like, because they are special to us. You know, they're yeah. the ones who helped us from the start and, and helping us create what is LA Bolega. Um, and we, we made it a point to allow them to make reservations and have a 24-hour period of, of making that, 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 uh, that reservation. Um, right now, other than the, our Stein members, everything is as uh, first come, first served. Uh, and you guys see the space. And I, I, would, I would love to get everybody in right, uh, all at once. And that's one of the main reasons we're going after the, the whole Jardin at Bodega feel nice. outside, just so that we could accommodate more people. Um, we've had, again, the love from the community, and, and they see that we, we've worked hard to create something special. Uh, so uh, once Jardin is open, we'll have more access to bring in people, make reservations, do all that good stuff. Uh, but this, we've been treating it as, a, as more of like a uh, first come, first serve, just for the, the sheer size of the, of the venue.
0: So on a Friday, Saturday, can you get a table here? Or is it? It is.
3: Again, we've been blessed, and it's about a two and a half to three hour wait. Um, and but come Sunday,
2: Sundays come not, Sunday. not as bad. Yeah, and, and honestly, Sunday, come
3: Tuesday, uh, by all means. Wednesday. Sunday, Tuesday, Wednesday, it's it's yeah. easier to come in and get a table, no problem. If you guys want to check out the venue, um, I'll let the beer and the food speak for itself. Uh, our service, our our team, we're we're super happy with the team that we've gotten. Um, like everybody, everybody struggling with personnel, we are too. But the people that we got, uh, they're awesome. They've been doing a great job, and and again, the the support that the community has given us is something that is something is something super special. It's just we just wish we had a bigger venue. Yeah, um,
1: yeah, it, it, and it'll get there, right? I mean, obviously, mm-hmm. with the next phase he's talked about. So uh, yeah, that'll
2: be huge. Yeah, Yeah. yeah.
1: Does that mean that the whole uh, brewery gets bigger too, or is it? <laughs> no, it just means I'm going to be
4: busier, <laughs> <laughs> work
1: overtime. Yeah, yeah.
4: yeah we got, we got plenty of tanks to uh, serve serve the community, and be excited to serve the community It's just a, a matter of getting set up, going through the process, and and once that happens, and I'll be I'll uh, I'll be uh, I'll be busy.
1: <laughs> Do you guys have anything in the tanks or or, or future where you're brewing like a special? Like brew for, I don't know, like a special occasion or, or down the so road? or
4: that's another co- um, conversation that we had as far as for our, our Stein membership. Um, you know, we'll, we'll have seasonal beers, um, and they'll get the you know, first dibs. Uh, but that's not to say that we're not going to open it up to everyone. We will. Um, so that's still coming down the pipeline. As I mentioned earlier, I think what we're really focused on right now is those, um, as uh, Eric said, the, you know, the beer garden and, um, trying to get the taps full, and then once that the dusk sort of settles, and then a New Year's um, Eve party um, or event, uh, as soon as the dust settles, then we'll, we can start talking about and thinking about seasonal beers and things of that nature. Very cool, very cool.
0: Yeah. So, if you guys are some of the Woodier questions that we have, if you're not enjoying one of your own beers or one of maybe your dishes, where are you guys? Where can we find you guys in Woodier? As far as dishes... What's your go-to? Uh, like uh, it- Flight. Flight. I love yeah, uh, yeah. the
3: food at Flight. Um, we've been here for quite some time, and Flight has always been on point. Tacos Baja has another one for for tacos and seafood, which we
4: love. I mean, I'm a beer guy, so I'll be at Whitter Brewing Company. <laughs> and oh, I'll that's... be at a Havana House having a cigar. Um, for for dinner, yeah, I love Flight. Um, I, I love uh, popping into uh, Rusty Monk as well. Yeah. Um, the commoner uh i I mean there's tons of options that that me and my family enjoy it's your liquid meal Mm -hmm. yeah Yeah, for i
2: mean we've always been a big breakfast family so you'll find us at greenleaf you'll find us at scotty's uh we'll order breakfast from mr giant mr giant um so you know we're we're big on breakfast so that's why we're excited kind of to do our own our own brunch as well um yeah, same yeah. places. I mean, I think we all visit the
0: same places. Aunties, yeah, yeah. aunties, yeah. So, nice. Mister, I think you're probably one of the first people that ever mentioned Mister Giants. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, used to
2: be Los Angeles back, yeah. in, you know, back yeah. in the day. But yeah, uh, have you
0: ever in there? Yeah, yeah. Maybe, it's yeah. uh, I, I, they got a, you know, a, big
1: menu, um, and you could get lost, man. But uh, if you know what you're going after, and,
3: yeah, the burritos. Oh, yeah, the It makes it, oh, <laughs> yeah, it easier. The Super Nachos, they're, yeah. they're good. Right? So we'd always,
2: like, we when we were brewing, that would be our go-to with uh, Uber Eats. Yeah. Yes. Like, oh, Mr. Giant, what do you want? Oh, yeah, want Mr. This. Giant. Yeah, we, <laughs> and there it is. That right was our
3: there. brew power. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Smarty food. No, nice, you know. for sure. Now, if there's one thing in Whittier that's missing that you guys would like to see in Whittier, what would that be? And it could be anything other. Hmm. Food, mm-hmm. activity, anything that, that you maybe drive somewhere. To actually, I would to.
2: say uh, Houston's. I love Houston's uh, restaurant. I mean, they the steakhouse. Uh, well, it? It's 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 kind of yeah, kind of like a steakhouse, agree, yeah. yeah. But you know, it's the they have the Gulfstream group, mm-hmm. so they uh, I just love their menu, their ambiance, their their service. I, you know, mm-hmm. we always drive either to Pasadena or Irvine, mm-hmm. so something you know, if they can come here to Whittier, that'd be fantastic.
3: Uh man, there's two places that we drive to. Um, I, we, we're blessed to have a, a movie theater down the street from here, Whittier Village, but Ipic is one of, in Pasadena that we love going to just to experience. Again, going back to the whole experience, and it's not just the food. Everything kind of hits on, on all cylinders. And I feel like Ipic does that for the, the movie venue um And top golf, but top golf, I've, I <laughs> yeah. think it's going in in Montebello, Montebello
0: right? With, yeah. Is it really? Yeah. 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 I don't yeah. also go Who knows,
1: right? man? We have a big space back here that I think we could fit a oh, top golf. I would love that. That'd be awesome, man.
0: <laughs> We're in Montebello by uh, QC's? QC's, QCs. Yeah, yeah. Is it really? yeah, yeah. they're yeah. cutting it, it? down from an 18 hole to it's a nine hole. Yeah. No, no way! way. Yeah. Wow. wow, that's cool.
3: Yeah. It's gonna be huge. No, yeah. I mean
1: it's yeah. You hear it, right? It's one of those things where it's. It's definitely, like you said, an experience. I mean, you could sit there all day and just kind of enjoy it. So, uh, But it's not a winner. Maybe we gotta, you got to talk
0: to him. Yeah. Give him a call. You, you know, I went to uh, one of those virtual uh, golf places yeah. in Buena Park. For yeah. A team kind of outing. And we hit against the screen. Yeah. yeah. And on Monday we went. And, uh, you yeah, it was okay, but, you know, you want to hit the ball and you want to you want see it, it go yeah. yeah. So when I want to hit the ball and it goes all the way to the left, I want to see it yeah. I want to <laughs> see the slice. Yeah. Bad right. case of the shanks. Yeah. <laughs>
1: like the screen's off somehow. Yeah, it's, uh, there's no way it goes straight. Like when I
0: hit, it goes one way or the other.
1: Do you have a place that you uh, – Yeah. Or something that you bring
4: here? What are you? Absolutely. Um, of course, being the fat kid I am. Um, <laughs> I would absolutely love a salt and straw, which is an ice cream place. Uh, we and go to uh, mm-hmm. downtown. Um, I think there's a few of them, but uh, you know, I have you know little ones, so I you know, they she loves ice cream, um, and so do I. And so do my wife, um, where I, But yeah, Salt and Straw is just like really good premium ice cream. Nice.
1: yeah, I can think of ice cream here somewhere. Ice cream, Rockies. I mean, Rockies, I mean, Rockies might be the, the closest. Yeah, in terms of something that um, that you guys have a fond memory of of Whittier. Um, I know you guys say you guys grew up in Downey, but uh, if there's is there anything that you know you guys used to come here and what are you hang out for or something you guys heard people talk about that you're like, man, I wish you know I remember you know we should talk about that.
3: Hmm. Well, I remember Whitwood Mall before it was the shop. The center. outdoor is one, yeah. yeah. The indoor one. <laughs>
2: yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, well, I mean. Uh, when I was in college, going to Ibiza's, you know, I mean, that was that was the place to be, you know. That was my out, man. So. Yeah, I was there with <laughs> you. Yeah. So it was some good times, you know, the, the guys. I think go I saw on. you in line 20 maybe, years ago. Maybe, yeah. <laughs>
0: He was a like, hanging out drinking the oh, Coors Light yeah. 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 back then. Yeah. Yeah. This is during college time. And I, I, I'm ashamed to say this, but it was Sky Vaca. Oh. oh. Cool. oh wait. You know,
2: so I'm now. hungover just hearing that. It's, just yeah. it's,
1: it's, it's <laughs> stronger than, than, than Coors Light. I don't Light. know what or it is was. Coors Light is stronger but they than...
0: They got me with that damn packaging. It was a cool-looking bottle. Yeah. And then we would drink outside wait yeah. until it opens and then we would get there right it as it opens be by ourselves <laughs> you know, I, I think so, you
1: guys hit on something because it, it'd be good to like bring some people who used to run ibiza or, or have experiences on ibiza because uh, you could definitely tell some stories man yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, do you have anything yeah, that
4: uh yeah i've been coming here since i was a kid um uh, as far as memories i mean i remember going back to high school just walking up and down uh, uh you know uptown and to think you know fast forward all those years later now i'm here um i think that's that's you know it's full circle so it, it's awesome yeah i mean with my friends just going up and down the <laughs> town right here um that's a fun memory i had
1: no oh, awesome man thank you guys for uh for coming on um if people want to get a hold of you guys what's uh, the best way obviously if you can mention your location
3: address and then uh social media and so forth Uh, sure so it's uh, info at labodegabrewingco.com that will be the email our go to email to get uh, some correspondence in in regards to opening hours Yelp Yelp, uh, we have our updated hours that's where we're using uh, to upload our our, uh, hours of operation Um, our Instagram handle is uh, at labodegabrewingco please feel free to check us out follow us we would love the love and, um, yeah, that, that's, that's where we're at.
0: <laughs> and as, as far as reservations, you said only for Stein members, and it's first come, first serve on normal days. Correct. Yeah, correct. Know, okay. yeah. And, and where's your physical
1: location, your address and cross streets and so forth?
3: So it's 6711 Comstock Avenue, Witter, California. Mm-hmm. Zip code is 90601. And we're off of Comstock and Bailey. Right across the street from the new parking structure,
1: that's which right. makes exactly. it easier, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah.
2: Exactly, yeah. Did you guys know what I was coming in when yeah. you signed up? or? Uh, literally, we signed the lease, and then the landlord said, hey, did you guys know? And I'm yeah. like, no. like, wow. man, you guys lucked out. Yeah. <laughs> He's we we like, weren't smart, smart enough, enough. I could <laughs> <have laughs> charge you guys double. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
1: did he say, by the way, I'm building you guys a brand new parking yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Just for you guys. <laughs> Just for you guys. <laughs> no, that's awesome, it all man. out. No, yeah. again, I, I think with you guys being here, the street is definitely going to get more activated um and then more with the parking structure across the way yeah, yeah. uh and then once they do the development you know one yeah. block over mm-hmm. i mean this whole area is, is going to turn into you know the new green leaf I mean, a, a green leaf but also i would almost say like it's almost like like um uh where um
2: where flights at yeah. yeah. where yeah. you got right.
1: more little shops opening up mm-hmm. and it's home it's, it's own little street um and again it's that synergy right the years will okay. kind of bring through uh-huh. that whole neighborhood mm-hmm. so uh but, again, you guys, I mean, no matter where you're at, I think based on what you guys are providing, they'll, they'll definitely follow. So, again, appreciate thank you, guys. Uh, thank you for the beer. Uh, looking forward to, I have not yet been here yet uh, in terms of having a dining experience, but we'll definitely be here. Um, hopefully, Remo sponsors a locker so we could be here more frequently. <laughs> I'm, I'm okay with that. Nudge, nudge. Um, but, again, thank you, guys. Thank you. Yeah, thank you. Appreciate thank it. you. Thank you, guys. All right, Whittier. We'll see you on the next one. All right.
0: Bye, Whittier.